Welcome to Line C, Use Mathematics and Science by Camosun College, used under CC BY. The Trades Access Common Core resources are licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0. The materials in these learning guides are for use by students and instructional staff and have been compiled from sources believed to be reliable and to represent best current knowledge on these subjects. These audio resources are intended to serve as a starting point for good practices and may not specify all minimum legal standards. No warranty, guarantee, or representation is made by the BC Piping Trades Articulation Committee, the Skilled Trades BC Training Authority, BC Campus, or King's Printer of British Columbia as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information contained in these publications. These audio resources are intended to provide basic guidelines for piping trades practices. Do not assume, therefore, that all necessary warnings and safety precautionary measures are contained in this publication and that other or additional measures may not be required. To learn more about BC Campus Open Education, visit www.openbccampus.ca. Use Mathematics and Science, Section 8. Use the Pythagorean Theorem of Right Angles. The Pythagorean Theorem. In mathematics, the Pythagorean Theorem, or Pythagoras Theorem, is a statement about the sides of a right triangle. One of the angles of a right triangle is always equal to 90 degrees. This angle is the right angle. The two sides next to the right angle are called the legs, and the other side is called the hypotenuse. The hypotenuse is the side opposite to the right angle and is always the longest side. The Pythagorean theorem says that the area of a square on the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of the areas of the squares on the legs. In figure 1, the area of square A added to the area of square B equals the area of square C. The lengths of the legs are A and B and the length of the hypotenuse is C, then a squared plus b squared equals c squared. In a practical application, if you know the lengths of the two shorter sides or legs, you can solve for the hypotenuse by using the following equation. c equals the square root of a squared plus b squared. If you know the lengths of one of the shorter sides and the hypotenuse, you can solve for the other shorter side by using the following equations. a equals the square root of c squared minus b squared, or E equals the square root of C squared minus A squared. Use Mathematics and Science, Section 9. Calculate offsets using the applicable trigonometric function. Both the Pythagorean theorem and trigonometry work with right angle triangles. It is important to remember the following. All right angle triangles have three sides, hypotenuse, opposite, and adjacent. In the trades, the sides are often called travel, rise, and run. One angle in a right angle triangle is always 90 degrees. The sum of the three angles in a triangle is always equal to 180 degrees. The travel, or hypotenuse, is always the longest side and is opposite the right angle. Using trigonometry to solve for the length of the sides of a right-angle triangle, we label the sides with names that we use to set up our calculations. 
Before we begin solving the lengths of the sides, we must determine what they're going to be called. Right triangle side names. The longest side of a right triangle is called the hypotenuse. It will always be the side that is opposite the largest angle in the triangle, the right angle. The two shorter sides are named depending on which of the two smaller angles you choose to use as your reference angle. The reference angle can be either of the two smaller angles, and we use it as our anchor to label the sides of the triangle. In figure one, the angle theta will be the reference angle. In figure two, the side across the triangle from the reference angle, theta, is called the opposite side because it is located on the opposite side of the triangle from the reference angle. The side of the triangle beside the reference angle is called the adjacent side. In our case, this is the side adjacent to or beside the reference angle. Using the small angle as our reference angle, the triangle sides are labeled as shown in figure four. If the reference angle were switched to the other angle at the top right, then the adjacent and the opposite side would also change positions. The hypotenuse would stay the same as it is always across the triangle from the right angle. Trig functions. Although right angle triangles contain two smaller or acute angles, trigonometry only considers one angle at a time. For any particular size of a right angle triangle, the ratio of the length of the same two designated sides will always be the same constant number. The statement is true no matter how large the triangle becomes. The term ratio describes the proportional relationship between two things. The three sides of a right angle triangle, hypotenuse, opposite, and adjacent, have a fixed relationship with each other. This means that as one of the three sides either increases or decreases in length, the other two sides increase or decrease proportionately. The ratios of the lengths of the sides of triangles are the trigonomic functions of the acute angles used to form the triangles. In trigonometry, you must know at least two values in order to solve for the lengths of the sides of a triangle. You can solve a right angle triangle if you know one of the acute angles and the length of one of the three sides. Remember, the hypotenuse, or travel, is always the longest side and is always opposite the right angle. As discussed earlier, the opposite and adjacent sides of a right angle change depending on which angle is considered the reference angle. It is important to learn how to identify the sides in a right triangle because it will make trigonometry easier to understand. Note, trigonometric values for all possible right angle triangles can be found in a single table. See the IPT Pipe Trades Manual, table number 73A, pages 287 to 292. There are three basic trigonometric functions or ratios, sine, cosine, and tangent. The sine of an angle is the ratio of the length of the opposite side to the length of the hypotenuse. The abbreviation for sine is SIN. Sine equals opposite side divided by hypotenuse. The cosine of an angle is the ratio of the length of the adjacent side to the length of the hypotenuse. The abbreviation for cosine is COS. Cosine equals adjacent side divided by hypotenuse. The tangent of an angle is the ratio of the length of the opposite side to the length of the adjacent side. The abbreviation of tangent is TAN. Tan equals opposite side divided by adjacent side. 
One way to remember these three trigonometric functions is using the term SOCATOA, which is derived from the relationships shown below. When solving trig problems using a memory device called compartment triangles, as in figure six, makes it easier to know when to multiply or divide when solving for an unknown side or angle. Remember, to use any trigonometry ratio, you must know two things. One, one of the acute angles, and two, the length of one of the three sides. The trig function that you choose to solve your problem must contain the length of the side of the triangle that you know and the length of the side of the triangle that you are looking for, the unknown side. Calculating piping offsets. When using trigonometry to solve for piping offsets, the procedure is the same as any other right angle triangle calculation. The skill lies in creating or visualizing the triangle's location within the offset, determining the location of the reference angle. In figure 11, the piping offset is made with two 22 and a half degree fittings. The dimension lines created around the offset, the pipes travel being the hypotenuse, creates a right angle triangle. The easiest reference angle to use would be the pipe's fitting angle, which would make the known dimension two feet, the adjacent side. Another acceptable method would be to use the other acute angle as the reference. In this example, this would be 67 and a half degrees, as we know that the two acute angles must add up to 90 degrees. 90 degrees minus 22 and a half degrees equals 67 and a half degrees. If you use a larger 67 and a half degrees as the reference angle, the known dimension two feet now becomes the opposite side and the unknown rise is the adjacent side. Use Mathematics and Science, Section 10. Calculate required measurements for piping offsets. Parallel unequal spread. Offsets are designed into piping systems when it is necessary for a piping run to avoid an obstacle or another component of the piping system. When parallel piping runs are installed by a fitter, the pipes run at a certain spread. Spread is the distance, center to center, between pipes. In many installations, the spread distance changes when we offset around an object. This type of offset is called an unequal spread offset. This piping practice poses aesthetic problems when the piping is exposed, which is the norm in many industrial applications. A close look at the start of an offset shows that the two parallel lines terminate at the same place. This is indicated by the line labeled C. It is also apparent that line C is the hypotenuse of a triangle formed by the shaded area. Once the offset is formed, the spread has been reduced by almost three inches, indicated by line A, which is the adjacent side of the triangle. Given the original spread of 10 inches, we could calculate the new spread using trigonometry and solving for side adjacent. Cosine 45 times hypotenuse equals adjacent. Equal spread offsets are offsets in which the piping's center-to-center -center measurements remain the same through the offset. This consistent distance is achieved by increasing the length of pipe on the outside of the offset to accommodate an equal spread. This is the preferred way of installing parallel piping runs in our industry. A close look at the 45-degree offset in Figure 6 shows that the pipes do not start the offset at the same point. 
The distance that one fitting extends past the next is indicated by the length of line B and is called the extension. If we use the small angle as the angle of reference, we can see that the known dimension, 10 inches, is the adjacent side and the extension is the opposite side of the triangle. This reference angle is always half of the fitting angle, in this case, 22 and a half degrees. Calculating the extension. As stated earlier, the angle used for calculating the extension for an equal spread offset is half of the fitting angle. This is because the extension is measured from the center of the fitting, and at that point, only half of the fitting's deflection has occurred. It is important to note that because both the extension and the spread are two sides of the same triangle, when the spread is increased, the length of the extension will increase proportionately. To find the length of the extension, we use the given spread, 10 inches, as the adjacent side of the triangle. The length of the extension will be the opposite side, B. If we use trig to solve for the extension, E, the trig function we chose, will have to have the value we know adjacent and the value we are looking for opposite. The tan triangle would be the proper choice to solve for the opposite. We put our thumb over the value we are looking for. The solution, therefore, is tan 22.5 times 10 equals 4.142 inches equals 4 and an eighth inches. Rolling offsets. When the travel section in an offset piping arrangement is neither parallel nor perpendicular to the horizontal or vertical planes, the arrangement is called a rolling offset. There are times when a piping installer must use an offset in which both the horizontal and vertical directions must change to go over and around an object. The pipe run in figure 12 shows a typical rolling offset with vertical and horizontal offsets. To visualize the travel of the pipe, imagine a three-dimensional box with the pipe entering at one corner and exiting at the furthest diagonal or opposite corner. In order to solve for the length of pipe needed for the travel, we must add some dimensions to this imaginary box. Starting with the vertical offset dimension, or rise A, and the horizontal offset dimension, or roll B. For our example, we will use a 30-inch vertical rise and a 24-inch horizontal roll for our offset. The first step is to find the length of the true offset. This is the diagonal line X in Figure 12. In past exercises, we found the lengths of different sides of a triangle using trigonometry. When we did this, we knew the reference angle and the length of at least one side. By knowing these two values, we could calculate the lengths of the other two sides. To solve for the true offset x, we know the length of two sides, but we do not know the angles other than the one being the right angle. To find the length of the true offset, we must use the Pythagorean theorem. Remember that if we know the lengths of two of the short sides and the shaded triangle, we can solve for the hypotenuse x by using the following equation c equals the square root of a squared plus b squared. In our example, the equation would look like this. TO equals the square root of 30 squared plus 24 squared. TO equals the square root of 900 plus 576. TO equals the square root of 1,476. TO equals 38.42 inches or 38 and 3 eighths inches. Once the true offset has been determined, we can use this measurement to solve for the travel and the advance of our offset. 
Referring to figure 14, we see that the true offset, x, is actually part of two triangles. It serves as the hypotenuse of the dark shaded triangle we solved for earlier using our 30 and 24 inch dimensions. Also, and more importantly, it serves as the opposite side of the light shaded 45 degree triangle. This triangle also contains the length of the offset travel as the hypotenuse and the length of the offset advance as side adjacent. Given the fitting angle, called the reference angle, 45, and the length of one side, called side opposite, x, we can now use trigonometry to solve for the two unknown dimensions. Solve for advance. Tan is the trig function to use to solve for side adjacent. Using our triangle to solve for the adjacent, the equation should read opposite over tan 45 equals adjacent. Using the length of the opposite, true offset, as 38.42 inches, the length of the adjacent would be 38.42 divided by tan 45 equals 38.42. The lengths of the adjacent and opposite sides are the same in this case. As discussed earlier, this is true for the short sides of all 45 degree triangles. When solving for other fitting angles, 22.5 or 60, this will not be the case, and additional trig calculations will need to be used. Solve for travel. The travel is the hypotenuse of the 45-degree triangle and can be found by using the sine function. 34.42 divided by sine 45 equals 54.33. Jumper offsets. A jumper offset in a piping system uses a combination of fittings to go around or over a duct, column, or other object. Unlike a rolling offset, a jumper offset changes direction in only one plane. There are two typical patterns for jumper offsets, both of which contain 45-degree fittings. One pattern contains two 45-degree elbows and one 90 elbow, while the other pattern contains four 45-degree elbows. This approach provides a more streamlined flow path compared to the installation of four 90-degree fittings. To find the missing values in jumper offsets, Recall the constant for right angle triangles used in a 45 degree offset. To find the hypotenuse, multiply either short side by 1.414. To find either short side when the hypotenuse is known, divide the hypotenuse by 1.414. The key to solving for the lengths of a piping arrangement is the ability to recognize where the 45 degree triangles are located in the offset.